everyone. We just want to let you know that the Hockey Podcast Network has partnered with Tankathon and Cool Hockey for the NHL Draft Lottery Contest. So uh, here's how you enter. You go to tankathon.com slash NHL. You click Sim Lottery to create a 15-team simulation. You then screenshot your favorite outcome, and then you submit your entry by commenting with it below the post. Uh, you can find that post on the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter page, as well as retweet it on ours. Uh, and then what you do is you make sure to tag a friend and retweet the post, uh, one entry per account. If you get all 15 teams correct, uh, you can win a $200 gift card courtesy of CoolHockey.com. And uh, for all other rules and information, uh, check out the Hockey Podcast Network's Twitter page. Thanks, everyone, and uh, enjoy the episode. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome to another episode of the Grit for 60 podcast, guest edition. We are joined by the guys from Offside by a Mile, and we talk about hockey, sort of, for longer than a normal pod, so please enjoy this special edition of the Grit for 60 podcast. Uh, hey guys, thanks for chatting with us today. Oh, well, nice, nice to be here. Uh, you know, uh, different sides of the quarantined world, but, uh, you know, <laughs> still got some hockey stuff to talk about because why not? You know, it's all, it's all the same country. Yeah, basically. Um, basically, <laughs> ba- basically, you know, uh, we're all desperate for hockey content. So I'm not, yep. I'm not, I'm not surprised that we're still recording, but, uh, the, the content is getting scarce, I would say. I'd say Thursday there was, you know, some stuff to talk about because, like, the NHLPA came out with their proposed return to hockey, and then we had all that. I mean, the Senators and their coronavirus stuff is coming out. But, like, other than that, it's it's pretty quiet. Yeah, I think I mean, we're a few weeks yeah. away from, like, rewatching the Mighty Ducks and coming <laughs> up with some analytics nonsense with that. <laughs> Have you guys seen any? Who's the grittiest? Have you guys seen any replays of stuff? Like I don't know for us here in Avs country, like Altitude's replaying some Avs games and some stuff like that. You guys? Um, I know. I know. I don't know about the Jets. I know the Sharks replayed uh, the game that Tomas Hartl had four goals in the game. Oh, nice. You know about that? Um, It's a little harder because we don't live in Winnipeg, so like it's kind of hard for us to say what the local channels have been airing because you know you don't have. Right. I haven't, seen, I haven't seen so many replays, but I have seen teams go and do the digital thing where they start playing Chell. And I'm like, right. why hasn't the NHL as a whole jumped all over this? Like, dive full into this, yeah. get some players involved, get, like, 
get something going with it. Like, I feel like that could get some real PR going for them. I don't. Yeah, we had a game, I think, last Sunday that got somebody live streamed. And then one of the guys that actually covers the Avs tweeted out the stream link and then watched it and then live tweeted the stream. It was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. There's, um... <laughs> that's, um, that's what we need. To, and then get some, like, NHLers in here and have them, like, yeah, on the same screen chirping at each other while they're yeah. playing the games. Get some high quality analysis. Quality you know, content here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, you know that uh, I know that the college basketball Reddit has taken like one of the old college basketball games, like updated the rosters, and they're running like their own simulation of the NCAA tournament right now. <laughs> nice, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, and they have like legitimate like game and like post game threads. It's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, like like that is crazy enough, right? Like we're we're sitting here. And we're kind of getting the itch because there's no hockey. Imagine, like, I'm not super into college basketball, but imagine being one of those fans where you're literally, like, you live for this week in March and, like, for the next two weeks yep. to watch basketball and only watch basketball. And there's nothing. Like, you must have just – you must be losing your mind. Or, like, if you go to a college where the only sport they do well is basketball because there are those schools that, like, just don't oh. have – like, like Wichita State or whatever. They don't have football teams. <laughs> and now you have like, nothing. Uh, oh, God damn. That would be awful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe it's just a matter of time before we start seeing, like, NHL players, like, calling each other up. Like, yo, let's get on Twitch. Yeah. Let's, let's start streaming some chill. Like, you know. Well, I know there's – We'll get McKinnon and – Landeskog and you guys can have Line A and Ealers and we'll yeah we'll have I'm, a shell battle. I'm sure yeah. Line A is good at shell. I mean he's good. Right. At he loves his Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. He's been allowed to play video games again. Okay. Oh, hey, hey, yeah. Yeah. Question. Yeah. It's like yes, I could play Fortnite. I'm trying to think, who would I want? Who would have the most personality? Who would I want to see playing shell? <laughs> That's a good question. Actually. I mean, I guess I guess you would want Line A in there because he's the star and he's probably probably pretty decent, right? Sounds like he's played some video games in there i want to say maybe shifley might be the trash talker i don't know hmm i i think you got to go with one of those like rosloviches or something somebody <laughs> young yeah like i don't know if perot's necessarily a gamer but he might have mm. entertainment at least yes i would agree maybe. yeah he i mean in his one game back he was already like he played like six minutes but you could definitely see he adds a lot of personality to that team yeah like Cody Eakin, maybe? Oh, New, newcomer? Brennan <laughs> <laughs> has some opinions on Cody Eakin. Okay, yeah. okay uh, I want to I'm, I'm a noted a non-Cody Cody okay, Eakin fan. I like Cody Eakin for what he brings. I At the same time, he's never been on my team. so I, I mean, like, first of all, he's got to be one of the ugliest players in the league. Like, that is just a, <laughs> Wow, you can't, you can't say that about a ginger <laughs> like him. I don't know, man. He, <laughs> he just, is the copper top of all copper tops. <laughs> yeah. like, like, when he was on Vegas, I just hated him. And, uh, I don't know. He's just not a good player. Just one Sorry. of those players that you just can't stand. Man, five points in eight games is doing pretty good since the trade. <laughs> Yeah, and that's I, I what just, I, I was. I was gonna tell. Like my whole thing with the Cody Eakin trade was, I understand where Brennan's coming from. He's not great statistically, but he wasn't. Let's you give know, him a chance. Mostly. Like if you look at anything other than the points, like the second line is like tanked. Like they've been like shelled in their own end for like most of the time, and then they'll get like one or two shots and we'll just like go in. It's like okay, that's great and all, but like. Yeah, but is that Eakin's fault? 
Or is that a chemistry thing? I mean, right? when you're the center on the on the second line, like that, that's the other thing. Cody Egan is not a second line center. I was going to say that, that like it, miscasting a player is not the player's fault. That is a capital P problem there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I totally actually forgot about Cody Egan's trade. I just haven't even thought about the trade deadline yeah. for so long. It feels like it's two months ago. Oh, I, I mean, <sighs> I, I, I'm totally with you on that because, like, I forgot about Cody Eakin since he basically ended Vegas' season in April. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so last time we chatted, uh, it was, you know, earlier in the season, Connor Hellebuck was a monster. Um, he came back down to earth, I guess, a little bit. The Jets did to begin with, but, like, do you guys still feel like Hellebuck should be top three Vesna voting? Yeah, uh, a top one. Yeah, top okay. one leading Vesna candidate, heart candidate. I would say, yeah. uh, just I, I mean, there's no way this team is anywhere near the playoffs without him, and I, I I think the fact that his chances of winning the Vesna hinges on a playoff appearance by the Jets is kind of disappointing but I understand why. Um, but it's just, I, I look at all of the shot maps for the different games and it's just like, oh, the other team is only shooting directly in front of Connor Hellebuck and somehow <laughs> the Jets won this game. Yep, that was pretty much the same topic of conversation when we talked last time. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, isn't exactly surprising when your team ices two NHL defensemen. I mean, two is two is really, like, pretty complimentary of that Jets defense <laughs> like really pretty much before Dylan DeMello showed up it was like Josh Morrissey and maybe Neil Pionk when they're on the power play and, right. and I would say the the other the, the defensemen that are arguably NHL talents other than Josh Morrissey they're not good in their own zone like Neil Pionk um, and I would throw maybe um, I was gonna throw Sammy Nikiu in there but I don't know he's okay he- I guess it's really funny to consider that, like, Dylan DeMello might be your third best defenseman. or uh, even... I think he might be the second best defenseman. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not – like, I'm, I'm, this isn't surprising. This isn't news, and I'm not saying that I don't agree with the statement. It's just, like, the Jets were dealt such a shitty hand to start the year with the Buffalo thing. The fact that their decor was decimated to begin with, with Trubo and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's crazy to think that when they make a trade for Dylan DeMello, you're like, man, this is a really good move for the Jets. That really solidifies their second pair. Like, whoa! <laughs> Actually, it only like sort of solidifies their first pair. Yeah, I guess. Like, no, but it, it's, it's such like an the, improvement. Yeah, like the Jets were in that weird spot where it's like, you know, losing Myers and uh, Ben Sherratt, like. I don't think that was necessarily the wrong move. Like giving Tyler Myers big money was not going to yeah. be a good idea. hundred percent. hundred percent. That was, if you're, if you're complaining that your team misses Ben Sherratt, like I think you have other problems. Um, you know, like dealing Truba sucked, but at the same time, it was just like, I don't know if you can really expect a team to be any good when their defensemen are like Dmitry Kulikov and Oh God, why are you claiming Lucas Biza off waivers? <laughs> like I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, at that's... least he was a free pickup. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't even like their. He wasn't even their only like bad waiver pickup. They also um they picked up Dahlstrom off waivers too, and I'm like I I don't think I'd ever heard of Carl Dahlstrom before they got him off waivers. No idea who that is. Yeah, exactly. 
Jared's like a half-ass Jets fan too, and that's yeah. saying something. Yeah, I haven't I haven't paid enough attention to them this year, but uh, that's like the Truba thing too, and like the Myers thing. It's just like, man, you they didn't really want to be here, obviously too, or in Winnipeg, obviously too. So it's like, what what do you do? You know, yeah, Truba can't pay sure. him like well, like yeah, like Truba was definitely not going to stay, right? And then Myers is asking way too much money. It's like, well, I guess we're uh, starting from scratch pretty much here. Oh, Bufflin's gone too? Oh, great. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, the Bufflin thing was probably the biggest one out of those. Um, I was really rooting for a shortened season Bufflin. Like, if he's banged up, maybe he comes back in, like, February and then goes on a run with them. He's just saving it up for, like, that half-season thing. So, but speaking of Bufflin – uh, lots, well, lots, but not lots has happened since we talked to you last. Uh, do we do we know anything about what's going on with the Bufflin garbage? I, guess I mean, I'm pretty that? sure that they just terminated his contract or whatever, or that they're going to. Yeah, I kind, I of, I kind of forget that. to be honest. Yeah, I saw that there was like potentially some sort of hearing or whatever going into that, and that's the last I heard of it. Oh yeah, right. Wasn't he like? Wasn't he, like, attempting to file a lawsuit? Well, I think there was a grievance between the NHLPA and the Jets or something. Uh, okay. But it yeah. was, like, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of technical stuff that, honestly, I don't really know that much about. Yeah. I think a lot of people are probably hoping the same thing as Connor just kind of said. It's like, that's kind of what I was thinking. I don't think anybody thought that Bufflin was going to be done at the start of this year. Yeah. Like, it was just like, okay, well – you know, maybe he's a little bit banged up. We'll wait, yeah, like a few months. Maybe he'll come back. And then, you know, time went on. You kind of just didn't hear anything. You know, it's kind of like, what's what's going on with Buffalo? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh. I think know, there was always – Halfway through December. <laughs> there was always a question with his contract on when it was going to look really bad. This is not quite how I pictured it. <laughs> yeah, right. The stocks just went <laughs> – I mean, at least he's free at the moment. Like <laughs> – I expected him to be playing like a one and a half million dollar player earning seven and a half million, not not playing and not getting paid. No, I think right now he's just suspended without pay. So they had yeah. like a, they I mean they had a lot of cap room at their disposal at the deadline, but then decided to take on Cody Eakin's contract. So well, it's it's easy uh, to say they had a lot of cap room, but at the same time, like um, Shevel Dayoff's not exactly the guy that likes to spend a lot of assets. I mean, Chevel Deos made, what, like 15 trades total since he's been in Winnipeg, so. And a lot of them have included, like, nothing. Yeah, and it's, like, mostly, like, AHL guys or, like, we'll swap a fourth for a fourth. Yeah. yeah like, right, the Truba like, trade's probably the biggest trade, The right? Truba trade. It, it is something, yeah. It, it's something really bizarre. It's, like, Hayes and Truba, and then you, yeah. like, look down the list, and you're, like, I don't know any of these people. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like he's he's never been a guy aside from last year to trade any sort of asset, like expensive asset. Which and I guess you could say, you know, it's kind of worked. Oh, hundred like, percent. Especially worked. for the for the Ford group. It's I just mean, like has it though? And... But I mean I was just gonna yeah. say I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing that he's not trading. I think as far as I... being like cost efficient, trading is one of the least efficient ways to acquire assets. So I don't that know if that's necessarily that, like, a bad thing. The risk reward on stuff. If we you look at like Av the Av situation this year, right? Joe Sakic made five or six depth moves, and with little to no risk, like there was you know three or four free agent signings, 
for like pretty low contract dollar, low contract length. And then a couple of trades like Nemestikov for a fourth, right? Like that have worked out really, really well. And if you're going to look at the risk reward stuff, it's like if you don't need to swing for the fences like the Jets. Now, maybe this year they needed to swing for the fences on a defenseman or something. But like you have Lina, you have Shifley, you have Wheeler, you have Ehlers. Yeah, maybe you need a legitimate second line center, but like paying for Kevin Hayes is ludicrous. Like what he got is insane. Paying for Tyler Myers would have been insane trying to somehow massage Truba's situation would have been insane too. So I think, I think you got to look at Shovel Day and say he's done a good job. I don't know though. I mean, he's been there ever since they moved to Winnipeg and they've made the playoffs three times. True. But that's also the Atlanta thrashers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like at some point, like you have to say that you've done more than winning one playoff round since being employed since 2011. I agree. I agree. Uh, that being said, I don't like. It's not like the Jets' windows closed too, right? Like you, you're saying, you're saying that. Oh yeah, though they've only been in the playoffs three times. They've won one round. Well, but they won. Like, they won two, but yeah. Or sorry, yeah. Uh, but like, it's not like next year they're they're literally going back to a rebuild, right? The windows yeah. are closed. I mean, yeah, it would take a summer overhaul of the defense to really you know, turn things around and turn them into a contender. But they are definitely in, like, that weird spot of sort of contending, but also sort of not. It's just – the thing is, when you, as a fan, ask your GM to fix a problem of we just lost three of our top four defensemen, you have to realize that either you're going to spend stupid money or you're going to spend stupid assets. And I don't think you can ask for that right away. Well, and – In the NHL the way it is today. And at the same time, you have to re-sign two of your best forwards, which they did end up doing. In a time where those forwards get paid crazy money. Yes. Which they did pretty well with those contracts, I think honestly. So. I think so. We'll see what line it gets coming out of it. Yeah, yeah. After, what is it, two more years? One more. Oh, yeah, it is just two years, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it so. Two-year contract. That'll be interesting. And, I mean, that is the thing. It's like they got – they got dealt a shitty hand this year. The Connor deal is absolutely outrageous. Yeah. I think. I don't know what you guys think. I mean, when you say outrageous, is the, are you saying a good kind of outrageous or a bad yeah, kind of outrageous? I think it's really good. Okay. I mean, it, it was weird to me, like, if you had asked me a couple of years ago that uh, Kyle Connors can get more money than Patrick Laine, probably wouldn't have believed you, but that deal has worked out really well. But it's more money, but Laine is going to make more money. Line is getting more than 7.2, especially after in the next four or five years after his contract expires. Right. I, I'm just saying this year, uh, yeah, Connor's making more money. This is the thing, right? You can't, you can't look at the salary cap like that because the length of the deal is definitely huge, especially now with these young guys. <clears throat> you look at McDavid. McDavid's making more money than a guy like Austin Matthews. But Austin Matthews has a chance to re-up before McDavid does, which means Matthews mm-hmm. is probably going to end up making more money than Connor McDavid ever did. Right. I'm just saying it's funny, though, that yeah, oh, Connor, for sure. Connor is making more money this year than Lainey, which but it, a couple years ago would have been crazy. For sure. But at the same time, you look at Kyle Connor's deal and compare it to guys like Rantanen and Marner and other guys that signed around him, and man, did the Jets get a good deal. And, but honestly, I w- I'm not sure I would say that Patrick Lainey has – just looking at this season, I wouldn't say that he's earned necessarily more than Kyle Connor has. Cause I think 
if I just compare their seasons and I look at what they're making and go, okay, do I really want to pay Patrick Line more than what I'm paying Kyle Connor when they're kind of right around the same as far as their production? Fair. Kyle Connor's had a really good year for sure. He's had a very good year. Which is awesome to see when you're looking at a guy that just signed a big long deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly what you want to see. It's a good response from him. So, yeah. Speaking of Patrick Line, uh, he hasn't had his month. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess kind of. He's in his month long slump right now. Uh, <laughs> but he didn't have Aren't one. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't have a nice month long slump this year. No, yeah, but I, I also don't think we've seen that one month where he just booms. Sure. It's been, it's been a very different season from him this year, particularly when you say, oh, all the little things that he's done better this season. He's not simply – I mean, he is still a goal scorer, but he's not simply a goal scorer. Yeah. That's the thing with, like, your Kyle Connor versus Patrick Line comparison is, like – Yeah. The, the discussion in the summer was Patrick Line is the goal scorer, Kyle Connor is the all-around guy. You – it's the hardest thing to do in the NHL is score goals. Well, Kyle Connor's got 10 more goals than Patrick Line in three more games. So I don't know if that's truth either. <laughs> yeah. Like Kyle Connor has been everything I think a Jets fan could hope for. Right. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, sure. I would hope for, I mean, I guess on the offense side of things, yes, but I mean, his defense has been really bad this year. <laughs> and then when you put that, like at one point, I think they had Shifley, Connor and Line all playing together, and I'm like, we're just not complaining defense today. Like that's fine. Yeah. We're playing a five man offensive unit, and we're letting <laughs> deal with the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's been the season. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it was basically like controller disconnected as soon as the puck left the zone. <laughs> that, is, <clears throat> that is the best GIF in the NHL. <laughs> controller oh, disconnected yeah. GIF, for sure. Yeah, that'll never get old. No, never. Um, but yeah, so like. Are you happier with line A season this year than last year? For sure. For sure. Is that a rhetorical question? Well, <laughs> Connor looks like he's thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I was trying to remember last, last – this whole week has been forever ago. Last season is an eternity. Uh, I mean, like, what, 18 goals? Yeah, week, I would have right? to agree, I mean, probably. 18 probably goals a month last year, right? Yeah, that, that November yeah. was – I think. Well, it was but again, November. you've got that November and then you've got the drought that follows it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was – We're not talking about December and January where, yeah, what, he score like one goal in two and a half months or some shit? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Uh, it, was, it wasn't that bad, but – I think the interesting thing, though, is that his shooting percentage has, like, roughly been the same. But he has, uh, what, 13 more points in 14 fewer games – and he has 15 more assists than he had last year. He had 20 assists last season. That's the thing that blew me away at the start of the season was just seeing all these beautiful passing plays that Line is the like author of. You're like, what the? F-? Like, what is the dude supposed to be shooting the puck and he's making a beautiful pass like that? Like, for another apple on the night? It's like, holy crap! I never, I never knew he was capable of like. Also, like just not wanting to shoot all the time. I felt like that's how Line kind of was especially when he first came into the league is like right when he got the puck, he's just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to try and score right now. And then like, this year at the start of the year, you're like, huh, this is a development. Yeah. Like, yeah. Players grow and get better. It's wild. Glad, glad I took him in the Weird. pool still. Glad I took a, took a chance on him still. Cause he's got me a lot of points this year. 
which sucks too. It's like thinking about pools. It's like, what's going to happen to the pools now, man? I'm so close to Tyler. Like, damn it. Screw you guys. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like 20 points away from you, I think. <laughs> if I was talking purely from a fantasy standpoint, I'd hope the NHL season ended today. <laughs> yeah. Tyler's leading two, two of, our, of our pools. Yeah. Two of two. Actually. Yeah, two of uh, the only two pools I'm in, he's <laughs> in the lead. It's like, ah, shit. Which is really depressing. Seeing the fantasy, like the Yahoo Fantasy app on my home screen, my cell phone every day, I want oh. to click on it to see what's up is really sad. Have you guys gotten to the point where you're betting on Marvel races yet? Or <laughs> yeah, uh, I've races. thought about it for sure. For sure. I, I saw some clip like of a guy like freaking out because he uh, like gambled on the weather. <laughs> <laughs> and he like bet on it to like rain on Wednesday, and they like the weather forecast predicted like a clear sunny day or something. <laughs> oh my god! It's maybe the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. It's like thousand to one odds here. Yeah, it like, rains. The uh, I remember last year watching those Marvel races on YouTube. This is the time for them to shine. Oh yeah, I remember what we were watching last yeah. year. Yeah, the we like Marvel watch- Olympics. Yeah, Marvel Olympics. Yeah, right. Marvel. That's, that, that channel's now. legit. It yeah, is, like, it is. it's so it's so ridiculous. Production right now, value. I, I don't like, understand why it's entertaining, but it it just is. Yeah. It's stupid. I don't no, know. No. I spent three hours. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I but it's like it. I'll just sit there and watch these events. I'm like, okay, yeah, but I don't understand why it's so captivating. <laughs> well, part of it's it's almost kind of soothing to just like watch marbles, like just go down the course. But the other Mind thing is that like the guy who makes them like makes you really think that it's a real sport right because like a lot of like production values are like a lot of like there's a commentator there's a winner and a loser and you're like you kind of forget that it's just marbles if if you want to crush a live stream marble races man right now marble races and then if you get you know a decently big enough size then you can probably start betting on it done deal <laughs> exactly you're gonna Boom. blow up in views yeah you get like a sponsorship from like DraftKings or whatever yeah. and you're set for life yeah pick like a fantasy team your top five fantasy like <laughs> done. 10 bucks might win 50 grand Killing if it. i if i see betting odds for marble races i might lose it <laughs> marble olympics established just, in 2020 the best part is like if you see odds like i want to know why the pink marble has like the best odds <laughs> and the green one is like oh i think he's gonna finish last like that's what i want to know i would just Taking like to, i would just like to know like the betting odds like oh this team has three to one this team has is a long shot <laughs> they're marbles why are they different exactly <laughs> that's it some crazy guy in vegas is probably stirring in his like house because he can't make odds for anybody right now <laughs> and he's just like i want to make some odds for marbles i don't care oh, what was it. oh there was something that they came up with for betting on some tv show and i don't remember what it was i don't know was it like top chef or something no i don't know why i'm thinking top chef <laughs> probably no, like real housewives or something we'll, no, probably like the best it was <laughs> well jane get pissed off at sherry <laughs> I'm gonna remember it during a random point this afternoon, and be mad. Yeah, <laughs> just then tweet it. Make sure you tweet it. Out, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. uh, I'll, I'll t- yes, for definitely sure. tweet it. Okay, so uh, I'd say my last hockey question of the day uh, with the Jets: Who's your biggest surprise this year so far? Uh, that's t- I mean, I guess Nick Ellers. I liked Nick Ellers before this year. Um, he's kind of been there 
breakout guy. Like, I'm, I don't want to say, like, I'm too surprised that he's had a really good year this year because his numbers have always been pretty good. Just the points total never really matched. Um, so, but, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with him. Yeah, so the grit for 60 pod is usually the Connor Hellebuck, uh, Kyle Connor, and Nikolai Ellers show. But I am going to throw in there Jansen Harkins just because coming into the season, I didn't think anything of him. I didn't really know who he was. And then he had a bit of January and February where he started getting more time and more minutes and really showed up in those minutes. Um, and I, he's played – like that fourth line has been great since January. And then he played up on, up on the third and second lines for a little bit and really played really well. So I'll go Jansen Harkins. Nice. Wow. Well, yeah, that's surprising. Honestly, uh, I kind of forgot about him so until I. you just mentioned it's, him. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good call because I kind of noticed that too lately. Like, well, lately. See, as soon as you mentioned Connor Hellebuck, I thought you were going to say Connor Hellebuck because I believe that he would be. <laughs> well, okay, but, like, I, I definitely agree that Hellebuck would definitely be up there in terms of surprises. Yeah, I mean, coming into the season, he was probably our biggest question mark because he had that season a few years ago where he was, like, the guy – he was one of the best in the league. And then last year he was just kind of okay. So we didn't know what we were getting out of Connor Hellebuck. And then here he is. I'm voting for him for Vesna if I had a vote, but you know. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask questions about Ehlers and I stopped myself. I just, I have a friend that uh, I work with that really doesn't like him. He is a Jets fan. Why? Like Ehlers, pff, your guess how, is a good line. How does. Yeah, it seems illogical. I've had so many arguments trying to get him off the we need to trade Nick Ehlers bandwagon. It's Why? I don't, <laughs> Why? I don't I don't have any six mil he's a steal. That's what I said. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. In it's, my opinion, he deserved to go to the All Star game more than Shifley did, but that's that's I get for another day. It's yeah. only the All Star game. And yeah, I mean like Ehlers since uh is it Denmark that he's from? I'm trying to think. I think so. He was, I just remember him in the World Juniors, and I was like, oh, this guy's yeah. going to be good. He's, uh, yep. he's very eye-catching yeah. to watch because he's so, he's so fast. He can attract yeah. two or three defensemen, beat all of them somehow, and then all your other guys are open. You are yeah. right about Denmark, by the way. Yeah. Right. I, was, nice. I, don't, I don't know why. I was thinking Sweden for some reason. So. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Was I was like thinking Finland for sure. <laughs> Where the yeah, hell are you from, Ehlers? Somewhere in Europe. But yeah, that's usually how I work. I usually try and guess like Scandinavia and then I'm like, I don't know, Germany or Switzerland. And then I kind of forget Czech about Republic. Denmark. Czech, Czech Republic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the chances are pretty low that somebody's out of Denmark. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, there's not too many Danes. Out I think there. there's what, three or four right now? I think, right um, shoot, uh, Hansen, the uh, guy who used to play for Vancouver, isn't he like their leading scorer in uh, Danish NHL history or something? Yeah, that rings a bell for sure. Probably because he's like the only one. And then now they have like Frederick Anderson. Right. That's true. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I don't know. You guys have anything else? What uh, What's on your guys' minds? Because you guys have been asking all the questions. <laughs> I'm good, I think. Oh, you're good? Oh, uh, you know, just <sighs> – Wish we had some hockey to watch, but you know that's that's about it. I mean, that's so. gonna this, this has to suck for you guys because this was a pretty good season for the Avs. I would I would say at least as far as results go. Yeah, coming into the playoffs I'm, in a good spot. 
I'm super concerned at this point, just the way that, you know, hearing everything about this virus and everything, and, you know, we might not get back to normal C by June. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, like you better not take this season away from us. You fucking virus. <laughs> like, like this could Stay be indoors. a big season for Colorado here. And I just, I feel like, I feel like the NHL is going to play with no fans way before they decide no Stanley Cup. Well, that's kind of what I figure is at least they'll try and get some kind of playoff format. Honestly, if I were to speak honestly, I highly doubt we're playing any more season games. Maybe like a few kind of trying to decide. I'm a huge fan of the um, 10 teams in each conference thing where the division, the, the guys that got the three division spots are in. The two wildcard teams play the next two teams below in like a preliminary round thing to get into those last two spots. That's the yeah, plan I love. Uh, where, as in terms of win percentage or points percentage, where are the Jets in the West? They're out. I think they would be out uh-huh. under that format by like point zero zero one percent Yeah, okay. I thought I heard something about them being like – It's something yeah. ludicrous because like four teams are all right around the same points percentage. They're just off by like point zero zero one or point zero zero two. Right, because they're like tied in points, right? Isn't yeah, because like really they're at like point five three three, and everyone else is like point five three four and point five three five or something like that. Yeah, that's that's the rough thing too. It's like for those teams like the Jets fighting so close for that playoff spot. It's like ah. Yeah, they're ahead of Vancouver by two points, but they've played two more games. Yeah. So it's like mm. now, the, Yeah, that was the thing we proposed was like you know maybe if they play any regular season games, they're just going to be good to get everybody to the same number of like games played. Which would still suck because then you're watching – if you're a Jets fan, you're watching these other teams that you're in a race with play their last two games and you're done because you're already at 71. The Jets will probably get screwed at that point. Yeah. Uh, It would be weird too with like the fact that like say say for whatever reason the NHL gets teams to like 72 games or something. It's just like that 72-game schedule isn't the same – "Quote unquote difficulty as everybody else's seventy-two games, right? And right. I would still, I would still say, even in that case, I would be in favor of the play-in rounds. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like they, they, whatever the twenty-four team proposed playoff system, not twenty-four, <laughs> not twenty-four, twenty-four, yeah. twenty-four probably 20. is too many. Twenty teams, twenty teams. I don't know, man. Twenty. Well, twenty is just normal, but you've got the two. Like a two um, wildcard extra wildcard. ones, really. Yeah. So speaking of that, most likely this is the case. What? So we're kind of both our fan bases are like, man, I really want playoffs, and I want yes our team to make the playoffs. Imagine being an Arizona fan. I mean, one of the five fans, but like, mm. <laughs> yeah, they're legitimate. Like in your twenty-team situation, they're missing. Yeah, yes. that's that's tough. Well, no matter where you and draw they, the line, somebody's gonna be mad. Yeah, but like also sure. the Coyotes just aren't really all that good, so I don't really feel bad for them. I, I don't I don't really feel bad for them either. But they went and spent on Taylor Hall, which is crazy. Like regardless of whether they missed legitimately or not, that is gonna be a crazy looking at Chaika going, uh, you did what and our team missed the play. Like we didn't even make the playoffs and you swung for the biggest free agent or your the biggest trade bait piece in the league. Yeah, but I mean, I think that there are other factors in play. Like, didn't they lose their starting goaltender? I think for they a lost while? Both. 
they, yeah, they, yeah, I knew they had some like some crazy injuries for sure. So. But again, it doesn't. Regardless, like this is the one of the risks of trading at the deadline because you can't plan for this, and it's just like kind of like what we saw last year with Columbus, where they went all in, like all in, and just barely made the playoffs. Yes, they beat the Lightning, but they didn't. They they didn't get in there ha- like easily like it was expected it was after the tight. trades. It was tight. Right, it's just yeah. it's crazy. Like we were kind of talking about that, where it's like hypothetically, if worst case scenario, the NHL just straight up doesn't hand out the Stanley Cup this year. No playoffs, no more hockey. It's over. Teams like Arizona, teams like Tampa Bay, teams that have like legitimately spent high quality assets for literally nothing. I don't know how the NHL is going to figure that out. That's why I think they're going to play mm-hmm. games. Period. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right, like I'm not necessarily worried as an Avs fan. We spent like a fourth round pick and like you know some some nothing. Like got Hutchinson for basically nothing, right? So it's just like those teams that spend high quality assets are gonna be pissed. Yeah, I guess that was that was the one question I had been having too, is that I don't know what happens with that. Yeah, well, I, I like I can't imagine you're gonna be like ah, New Jersey, you got to give the stuff back. Right, like, exactly. That, that, that wouldn't be fair to Jersey either. Wouldn't be fair to really anybody. I mean. Yeah, so it's just like, I don't know how you make this fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good question. How do you make it fair? So, I, like, I think it's just better to hand the Stanley Cup. I don't know. Up. Do you just, like, keep the players on that team for another year and just be like, that didn't happen? We do. The players <laughs> right, going, right, like, uh, right, like, Patrick Marlowe's still on the Penguins, right, for next season. He just yeah, 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 yeah. Taylor Hall's like, uh, I don't want to be here, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought this was a one-year thing. Well, I thought this was, like, two months, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like I want to go make some more money, uh, right? So, I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be really complicated for sure. I know. What would uh, would not having a playoffs this year be better or worse than uh, the offsides called in Game Seven last year for y'all? <laughs> Oof, that's that's not fair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it it would be worse just because we wouldn't be able to see the hockey. Yeah, I think I would feel like no playoffs this year would be worse. Yeah. I think that's that would be worst case. The one like for us, the good thing about right now is the fact that the Colorado Ambulance is getting healthy. And (laughs) see, that was that was gonna be my question. Is a a lot of times, as we get to this point in the season, a lot of teams start feeling the injuries start to pile up. Yeah, yeah. This time, just just in time for the the playoffs to really kick in, and now maybe with this break, once we do get rolling teams will be healthy and ready to go for like a next like very intense playoff um season listen if yeah, i'm in the better hockey for it but if i'm in the metro i would be pissed if i have to play the penguins now with jake gensel yeah that's true true enough you, you say that well that's you know, probably gonna be my team you say that most teams feel the injury bug near the playoffs yeah i wish we could have waited until then we've been feeling it from game <laughs> five yeah i was, was yeah. pretty the entire season for you guys i mean the jets the jets have felt it too at one point they had yeah. like 20 million dollars well, on on ir or whatever Rest uh, in peace, Brian. yeah i'd say we were probably around there with yeah. brandon and landy yeah it was like us and colorado and pittsburgh and uh columbus kind of cool. all in the same boat well I just, are we are we counting non-hockey injuries as well <laughs> we're not counting buff one as well, I'm saying as as a Flyers fan, I would like to throw out um, the fact that Nolan Patrick hasn't seen the ice all season. True, right? I forgot about And Oscar Lindblom is mm. he got um, what leukemia? 
It's um, Ewing sarcoma, so it's a bone cancer. Okay. Yeah. So I know it was bad. Yeah, I mean that would be one of the most interesting things to see, honestly, because pretty much every team you'd think would almost be hundred percent healthy now. Yes. So, like, go into the playoffs with every team, like, almost That's, legitimately healthy would be crazy. If we see a full four-round, yeah. seven-game series playoff like usual, like a standard full playoff, this could be the best playoffs we've ever seen. Yeah, oh, for sure. It up, right? like, the, for sure. But also, there will be asterisks attached to it because it's so detached from the yeah, rest of the season. Exactly. It'll be weird. It'll be super weird. And it would be, like – incredibly hella weird, weird if there's no fans in the building. See, oh. that, that's like, that's what bothered me with missing the NCAA tournament was that like the entire season was like, oh, like the college basketball regular season was crazy. And it was like, oh man, how crazy is the tournament going to be? It's like, we didn't get it one. <laughs> Yay. How crazy it is. It didn't even happen. Yeah. That's yeah, how crazy it was. Crazy. Yeah. Can't, yeah. can't they give those, those seniors another year of eligibility though? That's, I think that's what they said they're doing. Oh yeah. I, I know that they are doing it for the spring sports. I think the winter ones, I'm not sure about because, you know, they got their whole regular season. True. Yeah, True. but you know, they, didn't like, get, they didn't get the postseason. That's an important part of your senior year. That yeah. The well, that's the thing though, is that some of them kind of did. Like if you're on a team that didn't make the, t- that wasn't going to make the tournament. <sighs> right. Like if you're a senior on, you know, East Connecticut state or whatever, right. Like you finish your regular season, your season's over. Yeah. That's it. That's all. <laughs> I mean, that must be so painful for those seniors too. If they don't get a chance next year, it's well, like, this might legitimately be the last time I play basketball. So many of them aren't ever going to, play in the nba so yeah it's it's like or, damn dude you know. this was this was it this could have been like the pinnacle of my sporting career life gone and it's just gone yeah, yeah. especially also if you're not like good enough to play in like europe or whatever yeah, yeah. that's where a lot of those guys do go i guess well, yeah that's true well and then i start thinking about the different hockey players that might be, have played their last game and we don't know it yet yeah like you kind of said, Marlowe, right? Like yeah. You never know with someone like that. Or even or like Joe. Thornton, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, Thornton said he's coming back. And I'm pretty sure Marlowe's going to come back next year, too. That'd be so. I mean, both of them are probably fit enough. Like, especially Marlowe. The dude can still kind of kind of rip it out there. Marlowe right? still has some wheels on it. I don't, I don't know how. But he's, he's still got some gas left in the tank. I figured he would be kind of a player that would slow down like Jerome McGinley. Kind of like just the way he's played his whole career. I thought he would slow down, but. I mean, Marlowe wasn't as physical as Aginlo was. I mean, by the end of Aginlo's career, he was completely cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we if, saw that firsthand in Colorado. Yeah. That's for sure. What if we've seen the last of Henrik Lundqvist? Oh. You never know. I was kind of thinking about that earlier in the year. I'm like, oh, well, Lundy's probably yeah, I kinda didn't going think down about here. Well, considering they've uh, also got like two other goalies. <laughs> Yeah. I I bet you we've seen the last of Henrik Lundqvist in New York. I don't know if we've seen the last of him in the league. I've heard that he just does not want to leave New York, so I don't. No, well, he's only got he goes, he's only got one year left on his deal, so maybe he goes and plays in that super fancy place in the island. That's <laughs> not. Really... Oh yeah, super fancy. <laughs> it's it's so assume... fancy nobody's there. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm just sad to see the SUV go. Uh, you, you didn't like <laughs> playing NHL games like it was Europe? 
<laughs> I, I miss hockey. No, I like I like the, I like the meme of the SUV being in the corner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, man, what a like what a ridiculous arena that is. <laughs> I just I don't understand why you would build an arena like that and screw yourself out of a sport like a professional sport. I just don't get it. I don't know because like it wasn't originally built for hockey, so like yeah, it was. That's what I mean. Basketball? Like. They built it for basketball. Yeah. It's just like, why wouldn't you just build it for both? Like every other rink in the North America. Because, I, I mean, the Islanders didn't move there until after – like they didn't even announce they were going to move until after the arena was built. So. Yeah, for sure. Now that, like that was the reasoning. But it's just – it's very odd that you just would straight up be like, mm, I don't want to make more money. Yeah, no, but my, I, my favorite part is that they're like just straight up seats where you can only see like half of the rink. Yeah. But, that, but that's like that's what I'm saying, right? Like – the reason that's the case is because they didn't put the center of the building in the same place, like as normal, right? Like they, they built it smaller so that it fit a NBA court better than it did an NHL arena. Yeah. And like, so then, like the, like the uh, jumbotron sits like not quite over, over center. Ice line. Line. Yeah. So yeah. Red so line, right. So it's just like, they only had room to extend one side instead of the whole thing, like an NHL rink. And it's just like, I've never heard of an NBA venue being pissed off that they share with a hockey rink, hockey rink. I don't know. Maybe that is a case, but it's weird to me. Yeah, it's weird to me to handcuff yourself out of revenue like that. I don't know. Nothing about the Islanders ever makes sense. This I'm not true. an architect. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That's too much math. Fair. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, anyway, um, you guys, you guys got anything else? else? I, I think I think we're good. Been going on for a while, so. Um, Told you, yeah. classic. Yeah, See classic you. offside by a mile, right here. Yeah. We'll just talk. About yep, stuff. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Is this what you guys mean by offside by a mile? You just go over time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. there's, there's multiple multiple reasonings. Yeah. But that one I haven't thought of, but yeah, I think it's perfect. Just, do you, yeah. you guys want to do your plugs, and we'll do ours? Sure. Um, yeah, check us out on Twitter and everything else at Offside by a Mile. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Um, all the podcasts get uploaded 24 hours after original um, release, so every Tuesday and Friday. I guess Tuesdays for now. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, check us out. We also have a Facebook page. Yeah, uh, thanks for having us, guys. Oh, thank you for having us. Uh, so you can follow the Grit for 60 podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Grit for 60 pod. You can follow me on Twitter at bferrell 77 You can follow TC on Twitter at TC underscore 904. And yeah, I think that's all we have. So uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks dudes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.